Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome to it, folks. It is time for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bed Rivers. Welcome to it. I'm Danny Burke, your host. You can follow along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 As for VEASAN, the sports betting network, you can follow them along at VEASAN Live on the tweets. And per usual, we are broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook with plenty of action to preview this evening. And for the next hour, I'll be with you. Let me tell you who else is going to be joining along. 15 minutes from now, our Thursday regular. VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum will be telling us all about the biggest market movers from basketball to baseball. And hey, if we have some time, we'll see his Josh is really getting interested in anything with hockey. I know it's kind of a strange time of the season for hockey, but if Josh sees something, I know he's going to be playing it. So 15 minutes from now, Mr. Applebaum will be cruising along with us. Then 30 minutes from now, Chris Miles of NBA TV will be hopping on to preview not only tonight's postseason action throughout the association but naturally we got to pick his brain about the bulls and bucks game three tomorrow after the heroic efforts yes heroic by the bulls that they were able to pull off last night after everybody including myself wrote them off before the series and even more so after game one so excited to talk with chris in 30 minutes then 45 minutes from now Speaking of the Bulls and the Bucks, I want to get an update on those adjusted series prices at Bet Rivers. We'll get a preview for Game 3 and then also see the ramifications of that Bucks loss, not only for the adjusted series prices, but in terms of their odds to win the finals, in terms of their odds to win the Eastern Conference, because a lot has altered with just one loss for Milwaukee. Well, 
Also, we know the unfortunate news about Chris Middleton. So those ramifications also going to play a big impact in terms of the future for the Bucks. So we'll get you updated on that in 45 minutes. To begin the show, I did want to dish off a couple of plays, though. I got one on a money line with a squad tonight and then one prop. So two of the games out of the three I really have some interest in. And the first one that I'm interested in is the first game going off tonight at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. You've got the Minnesota Timberwolves at home now for Game 3, taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. If you recall, the T-Wolves snagged Game 1. The Grizzlies responded nicely in Game 2. They won 124-96. to This game for Game 3 being opened with Memphis as a 2.5-point road favorite. Currently right now at Bed Rivers, you see it at 2.5, but I know that it got down as low to 1.5 at a lot of different outlets. Money line for the Grizzlies, minus a buck 39 currently, but if you're trusting the D-Wolves, they're catching plus 117. High total, it opened 238, stiffed a little bit to the under. 237 is where it resides over, having a little bit of juice, minus 112 at Bed Rivers, and the under, you're laying minus 109. So what do we think is going to happen going into game three? We talked about this series price before we even had game two go off. And I was saying, well, you know, everybody was kind of freaking out in a sense that, oh, my goodness, Minnesota won game one. And, you know, they could win this series. And we're like, yeah, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, but we can expect the bounce back from Memphis in game two. And we're like, hold your horses a little bit. See where the series price is going to be then. And if you still like Minnesota, despite the result in game two, then you could maybe look to approach taking the series price with the Timberwolves, which is now at plus 205. And I think it was even a little bit lower than that. So Memphis, I guess, is getting steamed here on the series price. They're up to minus 265 at Bet Rivers to be the victor in this series. But how about game three? I mean, can they pull it off here, their first road game? Look, I think that's one of those situations where nothing's going to surprise me. If I had to gravitate to one side versus the other, I think I would want to go with the Timberwolves here catching the points. And Memphis, again, they were really faced in a desperation spot. And it seems funny to say that when it's game two. But considering the lack of playoff experience, the mojo they had coming in to the postseason, and the fact that Minnesota captured game one, by more than just a win, it was an impressive win. They really had their backs against the wall. If they were to drop that down 2-0 going on the road against Minnesota, it's going to be really difficult. So now you see it evened up, and this could be one of those series where it goes back and forth and back and forth. But how is Minnesota going to scheme against Memphis? You know, JVT Vison, senior NBA analyst, had a great point about this in his write-up. Again, make sure you check it out. He does a write-up every single day at VSIN.com. And he talked about how when Steven Adams got into foul trouble for Memphis, they had to switch to a small ball lineup. And that's really when they started having success against the Timberwolves. So will that be implemented once again? And if it does, will Minnesota have an answer for it? It's what you got to ponder heading into this matchup. So in terms of pre-flop betting, I'm not really going to get involved here with either side. Again, I'd probably slightly gravitate toward the Timberwolves, but I'll wait in-game to pull the trigger on something based on how these two teams are looking. But I did get involved with one play here, and we're running it back. Even though it didn't hit for the other game, I want to bring back this prop involving John Morant. If you recall, the bet that we had was John Morant under one and a half three-point field goals made. Well, we lost out on it. He got two, but I'm playing it once again. I'm getting my uh, revenge here for John Morant, hoping he can stay under one and a half threes. You're still getting plus money to the under. That's what I like about it. It's not significant. It's plus 110, but it's better than nothing. And it's for a bet that not only do I like it because the price, 
but because I just think it's a good angle to approach with John Morant, a guy where during the regular season, only 19% of his shot attempts came from beyond the arc, okay? And during the postseason thus far, it's a small sample size, two games, but 14% of his shot attempts are coming from three during this postseason span. Now he connected on 34% of them during the regular season, and in the short sample size of two games, he's made 33% of his attempts. Now in game one, he went 0 of 2, and then naturally when we bet it, he goes 2 of 4. But I'm hoping he has a little bit worse of a performance on the road, especially considering he's done worse shooting from 3 on the road. He's making less than 1.5, 1.4 to be exact, at about 5 attempts throughout the course of the regular season. So maybe he's going to have slightly an off night or really just doesn't have that many opportunities beyond the arc. That's what I'm banking on. Uh, overall versus Minnesota, again, he went over it in the last game, and then in game one, he stayed under it, went 0-2. In a six-game sample size, he's only gone over it twice. It was the first matchup against them. He went 3-6 from beyond the arc, and then, of course, last game where he went 2-4. Otherwise, the other games looked like 0-3 from deep for John Morant, 0-7, 0-4, and then 0-2. So consistently, he hasn't had that much success shooting the three ball against Minnesota. And during the postseason thus far, the Timberwolves, again, short sample size, but still, they're defending the three-point shot fairly well, limiting Memphis to making just 33.7% of their shot attempts. So I'm going back. We're riding John Moran again, baiting him, going under one-and-a-half three-point field goals made at plus 110. Need to get in the W column with this bet, baiting John Moran from deep. So that's what I'm rolling with for the Memphis and Minnesota game. Again, for the full scope of things, probably wait in-game. Not too much interest in the Mavericks and Jazz game, so we're going to skip over that and go to the really late game, 9 p.m. Central time tip-off, Denver hosting Golden State. Look, we talked with Holden Kushner yesterday, host of the Denver City cast. Who better to discuss this game in Denver with than Holden? And I'm like, you know, Holden, I'm a little shocked here to see this line so short. And he's like, yeah, I, I understand why. I mean, if there's a game the Nuggets need to win, of course it would be game three. And he's not completely dismissing it, but he still seemed like he would lean toward the side of Golden State. And how couldn't you, based on the way you've seen them play? I mean, Golden State's got a great home court advantage, and that definitely plays a difference. I don't really know if Denver does that much. And even if they do, you still have a tremendous lack of offense presented on the side of the Nuggets. When Will Barton's your second leading scorer on a playoff team going against this Warriors squad that not only has the Splash Brothers, but then you also got Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole going off, you're probably not going to compete with them too often. You need Aaron Gordon to step up. Well, he hasn't done that. He got eight points and seven points, respectively, the first two playoff games against Golden State. Also, it looks like Steph Curry is going to be seeing his minutes increase tonight, which is going to be a huge boost, which he was already providing in the small amount of time he was playing compared to what he normally does. And now you're going to get an added boost in what could be a hostile environment. It doesn't matter to me. Golden State is way too deep. They opened up two and a half. You still see him two and a half as the favorite on the spread right now at Bet Rivers. Money line is now up to minus 141. When I snagged it earlier today, it was minus 129 at Bet Rivers. So late movement right now coming at Bet Rivers on the Warriors' money line up to minus 141. If you do believe Denver pulls it out, plus 118 is what their money line price is at. Total open 224.5. That's dropped down now to 223. It is a little concerning because I'm sure everybody in the entire world is going to be on the Warriors. But I truthfully look at this as a good spot on Golden State to get them at a low price, right? I mean, I figured they'd be the favorite, but I kind of estimated them maybe being like a three and a half or a four point favorite going against Denver. 
Because again, yeah, you could be going back to the Mile High City. Cool, awesome, good work, I guess, having a home game here. But that changes literally nothing, considering that Jokic is the only one contributing offensively on a consistent basis. And even he has had a brutal series uh, to start things off. And another point that Holden Kushner brought up, I mean, these guys were absolutely flustered in game two. Jokic ejected. All these guys are screaming, yelling at each other, and yelling at the Warriors. Golden State is in their mind. And I think Golden State has a great opportunity to sweep, and I think they get another dub tonight. So I went with the Warriors on the money line at about minus 129 earlier. Again, it's minus 141. Shop around, but still worth laying that price with Golden State, in my opinion. And really quick, if you weren't convinced, JVT, again, VEASAN senior NBA analyst, great write-up in this game. He wrote, in this series, the Warriors offense is putting up 136 points per 100 possessions in non-garbage time minutes and 123.3 points per 100 plays in the half court. And he goes on to write their small ball lineup of Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond Green has a plus 129.3 net rating in 11 minutes together. Absolutely outstanding. I'm going to trust that team to come through tonight, and that's why I'm banking on the Warriors on the money line to get another dub against this Nuggets squad. So give me the Warriors, and then for that Grizzlies and Timberwolves game, going to wait in game to see what I approach, but in terms of the pre-flop bet, we're fading John Morant going under one and a half three-point field goals made at the price of plus 110. Of course, best of luck if you tail. Hopefully we get a couple winners. Nice night last night, three and one, hoping to keep that rolling. Coming up next, we're going to talk with our guy, Beeson's betting reporter, Josh Applebaum. He'll tell us all about the line movements, not only in basketball, but some baseball too. Stick around. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts available, and you'll get set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. All righty, speaking of great sports betting content, welcome back to Rush Hour, and I don't mean it necessarily for the show, but the man joining the show here. I am Danny Burke, of course, but joining us now is VEASAN's betting reporter out on the East Coast, the man himself, Josh Applebaum, at Josh underscore insights, where you can follow him along on Twitter and host of the VEASAN Market Insights podcast, and always great write-ups on VEASAN. Josh, always love reading your reports on whatever sport it is, because well, you pretty much cover everything, and we're going to cover a multitude of sports in this brief segment. So we might as well begin with the postseason action tonight. By the way, congrats uh, to your Celtics getting another dub. I know you're going to be pleased about that. But tell us about this Memphis and Minnesota game that we have to look forward to tonight, Josh, because I know there's been some movement in the spread. As of now, we're seeing Memphis as a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Bat Rivers. Total at 237, but uh, what has the market been telling you up to this point? Yeah, so first off, Danny, great to be with you here. A week from uh, tonight, we're going to have the NFL draft, so we'll hopefully fit in some yes, props sir. here in our segment at the very end. But, Danny, not just myself last night. How about your Chicago Bulls getting it done? <laughs> Bulls are now uh, plus 220 on their series price. Got a big injury there to Chris Middleton. Never say never, Danny. My Celtics now uh, minus 350 to win their series against the Nets. Celtics are now the favorite. Today this happened with that Chris Middleton injury. Celtics are now the favorite to come out of the East. Uh, they are now plus 210, and to win the title, third best odds behind the Suns and the Golden State Warriors at plus 500. So looking pretty good basketball-wise in Boston, Danny, and you got a shot there with your Bulls, so uh, we're, both, we're both grinding right now. But in terms of tonight's plays, uh, really this is a spot for me where I'm going to take the Minnesota Timberwolves plus some points here. Danny, this was a bit, really big lopsided play. Both the Grizzlies uh, it, it are really lopsided, and so are the Warriors tonight. At BetMGM, the Grizzlies are getting 82% of bets. Extremely lopsided play in their favor. And what jumped out to me, Danny, is, you know, if Memphis rolled in game two, remember we did have the Timberwolves with a big upset win in the opener, but Memphis looked great in game two. Now they're playing, uh, you know, on the road at Minnesota, but the game only opened around a minus two and a half point favorite. And even though you're getting 82% of bets on the Grizzlies, line really hasn't moved off two and a half. It's even gotten down to two at some shops, even touched one and a half at a couple different books. So it seems to me a system match play of heavily lopsided betting Grizzlies we had it open at a really fishy low number, and it's kind of stayed where it's at and even trended down to the T-Wolves. So I jumped on the T-Wolves plus two and a half tonight, Danny. I'm also on the under in this game. It opened at 238 and bet down to 237. Uh, you know, when I was doing uh, betting across America earlier today, it was at 237 and a half. So some continued movement here to the under. And unders have been really good this NBA postseason. Uh, unders are now 16 and 7, 70% in the playoffs. If the total is 220, uh, 225 or more, the under is now 8 and 2. And if you see a total fall like this one here, 238 down to 237, any kind of dip to the under, 
Those unders are now 10 and 4, 71%. So moving to this under, Danny, and a really fishy number here with the T-Wolves, I'm going to take the T-Wolves in the points tonight. I'm with you, my man. I think if I'm leaning one way or the other, I would take the points with the home dog. I want them to make it an interesting series. I think this Minnesota team is a lot of fun, so it'll definitely make for a great series if they were to capture this one. And then you see the pressure back on the Grizzlies a little bit, so I'll be rooting for you in that game, my man. Uh, I'm afraid to ask you about this next game, to be quite honest with you, Josh, because I had to play in it, and I think you could imagine what it is. And I realize that everybody is going to be on the same side as me, so I'm afraid you might be looking toward the Nuggets here. Uh, but tell me what you've been seeing and how you're looking to play it. So, Danny, it's funny. You asked me what I like tonight. Do I like the Nuggets? No, they're not playing very well. <laughs> they're getting blown out and not covering their first two games, but I love their number tonight. So, again, I think – you know, anyone playing the Warriors like yourself, Danny, how can you not? They've been playing great. They're looking like the old Warriors. I just saw a tweet that Steph Curry's uh, minutes here will be increased a little bit. So everything's lining up in their favor. But sometimes, Danny, a number is so lopsided that as a contrarian better, I have to go the other way. So I'm going to go Nuggets in this game. You know, you look at the Warriors. They open around a two-point favorite on the road. They're pretty much two all day. They got up to two and a half. I'm seeing at least a couple books, maybe even go to three. So you are getting some movement in your favor, Danny. And here I am. I'm going to play both sides of it. I'm going to give you something to be excited about. Favorites this postseason, straight up, 19 and 4, 83%. Favorites ATS, 16 and 7, 70%. If a line moves in their favor, which you're now seeing with Golden State, they're 10 and 3 ATS. So all that matches with you, Danny. But I got to play the Nuggets just because if you look across the board at BetMGM, 90% of bets are on the Warriors here. You're seeing this movement in their favor, but pretty much all day it's been kind of a line freeze. And you have seen, obviously, a fishy number where why is this line so low if the Nuggets haven't played well and the Warriors are pretty much cooking with house money right now? It's a system play for me on kind of a line freeze and a super lopsided game, so I got to go Nuggets here plus 2.5. But I would say, Danny, keep an eye out for kind of a wise guy play on that first quarter number. In the first quarter here, the Nuggets are laying a half point, and for the first half, they're laying a point and a half. Now, why are they laying points first quarter and a half when they're a dog for the full game, it's because of that wise guy system. When you're down 0-2 and you come back home for that first game in game three, typically you're, you're coming out guns blazing and covering the number. It's kind of like the Raptors last night where they covered the first quarter and first half, didn't cover the full game because of that Embiid three there late. But Danny, there's no shame in playing the Warriors tonight. When they're up by 25, I'll regret my Nuggets play, but I got to take the Nuggets here, <laughs> only getting 10% on a home dog in the playoffs. That's just a contrarian better's dream. I knew it. I was going to say it's like another kind of Christmas situation for you here. But, hey, maybe the Nuggets can lose by two, and then we could call it a night and both be a little bit content there. Uh, Josh, I want to switch over to baseball, my man. I got to ask you about the game happening in our backyard at the friendly confines. The Cubbies taking on the Pirates. And, look, it's not the most favorable pitching matchup on either side, yet despite that, Cubs are up to minus 159, Josh. I know they had a rough couple of games against the Rays, but overall they've been a very undervalued team, and they've been hitting really well at the plate, and it seems like the market's shown some respect for them early on. They are, so I'll be sweating your cubbies here tonight, Danny. One thing that I look for uh, is big steam. I, I look at big steam at least 10 cents or more. So, for example, the Mets got steamed earlier today, like minus 120 up to minus 135. They win their matchup there. There's a couple other examples. I know it was, uh, who was it? Uh, Chicago White Sox had a move, but they didn't come through. But typically, if you're getting 10 cents or more of steam and you're a home favorite, you tend to win at a pretty high, decent rate. And again, you got to win at a high rate just to overcome a minus number. But that's what I've seen with the Chicago Cubs. They open up tonight, Danny, around like minus 130, minus 140. They've been steamed up all the way to around minus 160, so a really big move in their favor. I'm going to bank on the Cubbies' bats here. They're hitting 240, uh, 263. Uh, comparatively, Pittsburgh Pirates only hitting 244. 
Also look at uh, run differential, very easy way to kind of see how teams are performing thus far. Cubbies are plus two, Pirates are minus 11, and Pirates have been really uh, struggling here on the road, one and five on the road. So uh, I don't love laying, you know, minus numbers on home teams, Danny, but if you're getting hit with a ton of respected money causing this team in your favor, and there's really been no buyback whatsoever, I'm going to sweat the Cubbies here tonight at home. Under the lights, Danny, they don't have many under the lights anymore, do they? That's right. Hey, no, it's going to be a great game. We finally got some solid weather. I know I got a crew of friends going to the game, so I'll almost be obligated to bet the Cubs. I know they'll, they'll all be sweating it out, but no, I do think, you know, they got to be the right side here against the Pirates, as most teams typically are, but they're due for a win here. And like you mentioned, those bats coming alive at a consistent basis, probably going to be able to get that tonight at the friendly confines against the Pirates. As Josh Applebaum is joining us here on Rush Hour. Josh, we got about a couple minutes left. You talked about these NFL draft props. I was doing a brief segment on it yesterday or the day before about who the Bears may be selecting. Obviously, we're not focusing on the uh, in on the Bears here, but I want to go in the other areas. Got to get your thoughts first before I explore it. So what are a few that you've already circled out heading into this upcoming week where all the excitement really comes through? Yeah, so one that I'm writing here with a bunch of people at Visa and Danny, you might be on it too, is the over five and a half wide receivers. Now, this was a play that saw a ton of steam here. You know, it opened, I think, like minus 150, something like that, a slight minus number. It's been steamed up all the way at some shops to like minus 300. So those five and a halfs may be gone soon, might just take up to six, and then you'd hate to, you know, push that bet instead of win it if you get a five and a half. But a lot of these mocks have at least six or seven wide receivers being selected. So even though you're late to the party, I'm still riding that over five and a half uh, wide receivers in the first round. I got a minus 180 on that one. But some numbers that are still out there, which I think have some value. Number one, look at Kayvon Thibodeau uh, to be the second overall pick. Seen a big steam move in his favor. He was plus 250. Remember, this is the Oregon edge rusher here who came into it, maybe a number one pick, had maybe a bit of a down year, had some injuries, and there's questions about his motivation. But late steam coming in a week before the draft, Thibodeau was plus 250 to go second overall. He's down to even money plus 100. So you're still having Hutchinson at, at number one, minus 175. But I'd keep an eye on Thibodeau. If you want to uh, you know, give yourself a little more wiggle room, his over-under is five and a half. If you take the under there, it's minus 200. But you'll if in, in case uh, he doesn't go two, you're going to kind of give yourself some more options there. So I'm on the under with Thibodeau, five and a half. Also keep an eye on um, uh, Kyle Hamilton. He's the safety there who is coming out of Notre Dame. I'm taking a shot on his over 10 and a half. It's juiced up to minus 150. And if you look at BetMGM, they've given us a lot of these over-under draft positions with bets and dollars. You're getting a big share of bets and money on his over. I'll go over 10 and a half, Kyle Hamilton. Oh, Josh Applebaum, ladies and gentlemen, going all over the place and giving you fantastic info per usual. If you want more, follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. Josh, my man, best of luck as always, and thank you for making some time. I appreciate it, Danny. Go Sox, go Cubbies. There you go, baby. Love to hear it. Josh Applebaum, folks. Big shout out to him. Coming next, we're going to bring on Chris Miles of NBA TV talking all hoops. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. is all in for the draft next week in fabulous Las Vegas. We have a special draft preview show this Sunday at 6 p.m. Tim Murray and Sean King will break down all the first-round prospects and props. Expert guests include legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, and former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick, along with his son. Beeson's draft preview special is this Sunday at 6 p.m. exclusively on Beeson. 
And don't forget to download our NFL Draft Betting Guide featuring best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. And you can download it today for just $10. So check it out at vsin.com slash draft for more information. Again, that's vsin.com slash draft. Okay, welcome back into the mix. The show is Rush Hour. The network is VEASAN, and I'm Danny Burke, your host. Big thank you to joining along in this hour, and we're excited to talk some more hoops here with Chris Miles of NBA TV. You can follow him on the tweets at Chris Miles TV. Chris, appreciate you making some time. I know this is your busy season right now. A lot of news coming about and just all these games going back and forth. It's, it's I'm sure, like we said, very hectic, uh, hectic but fun at the same time. And before we get into the action tonight, there was the news that just came about revolving around Chris Middleton. So Woj tweeted that he does have an MCL sprain in his left knee. He's going to be reevaluated in two weeks, as sources told ESPN. So the rest of the series will more than likely be, of course, without Chris Middleton. And, you know, the Bulls knotted it up at one apiece last night. Looking forward to Friday's game. Milwaukee's a slight favorite. You know, what does this do for the remainder of this series? And how do the Bucks work around it at this point? Well, I'll tell you this much. Uh, Chris Middleton, you know, he struggled to find his rhythm uh, in the first game and halfway through the second game. But he was the catalyst that looked like he was going to lead the comeback for the Bucks in game two. He had 13 points in the second quarter. And Middleton is that microwave kind of player. If you remember their finals run last year, he had multiple 20-point quarters. And it really propelled the Bucks when their offense would struggle a bit. I mean, you look at this game two loss to the Chicago Bulls, Giannis. 33-18-9 and nine in a losing effort. Drew Holiday, 15-5-5, five and five, an excellent defense on DeMar DeRozan at times, slowing him down when he looked like he was unstoppable. Without Chris Middleton, at times, this offense is going to struggle. The combination of Grayson Allen and um, the other shooter they have out there. Pat uh, Connaughton. Pat Connaughton. They were two for ten from the field. So those two guys are going to need to step up uh, if the Bucks are going to be able to, one, win this series and hold their weight when Chris Middleton is out. Yeah, and really, that's been the difference a lot of times when these two teams have squared off, Chris. I've been critical of the Bulls like many others because they don't really have a lot of role players who can step up and knock down those open shots, it seemed, like Milwaukee's had so often. But you saw the Bulls and their key players hitting the shots last night when it mattered. Now the question is, can they keep doing it for the remainder of this series? And like you said, can the Bucks fill the void of Chris Middleton, who, like you also said, and I think you're right, if he doesn't get injured, we're probably having a different conversation here about what concluded throughout game two. So it's going to be interesting to see what that dynamic is going to persist of between the Bucks and the Bulls. But I mean, you know, Chris, if you're looking at the remainder of this series, I guess we'll have to wait to see what this Bucks team looks like without him. But if I gave you, say, $100 right now, who are you putting your money on to win this series as of this point? Looking at this series correct score, I would go Bucks to win 4-2 to two at plus 275. I think the Bulls are absolutely going to get another game. Uh, but, man, Vooch made four threes. Uh, Zach Levine was very, very efficient, seven for 13 from the field. And DeMar DeRozan, that's his first 40-point playoff game. That's what the Bulls needed and Chris Middleton uh, and Bobby Portis both out in the game yeah. for the Bulls to come out on top. I mean, that was a near-perfect game. And Alex Caruso, um, you know, 10 assists, nine points, two steals, offensive rebound at the end of the game was just incredible. All of those things had to come together 
where I don't know if the Bucks played their best game. Like I just said, uh, Connaughton and Allen, two for 10 from the field. I think they're going to shoot better than that. So I would go four to two Bucks win a series. Yeah, I think you got the right approach there. Even though I'm a diehard fan, I think that's a realistic expectation. The Bulls pretty much playing a perfect game, hitting their shots when it mattered, and you're right. Conversely, Milwaukee's role players, Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton, they were missing when it mattered, so I'm not sure that'll persist throughout the remainder of the series. Still should be very exciting, just like some of the action, Chris, that we've got tonight, and one of the more exciting series in itself is this Memphis and Minnesota series. Game three, the Grizzlies, a two-and-a-half-point road favorite, High total of 237. You think Minnesota can respond here? Did the Grizzlies capture enough momentum to give you a lot of confidence to expect them to really just get a stronghold of this series at this point? Yes, a great question in this sense. I thought the first game, the Grizzlies were trying to figure out the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Minnesota Timberwolves played their game. They scored 130 points. I think in game two, the Memphis Grizzlies got back to being who they are, and that's a defensive team first. And John Morant kind of took a step back, and Desmond Bain got going early, and the team had an overall uh, scoring effect that they didn't have in the first game. So I look at the Memphis Grizzlies and think, hmm, on the road as the favorites, I don't know if I would do that. I might go to Timberwolves, but I feel like in my heart of hearts, the Grizzlies are going to win the game. But I always like the plus money, especially for the home team. All right, Chris, well, tell us about this Utah Jazz-Dallas Mavericks game. Now, Luka, I guess, is coming closer to being in the doubtful category, so I guess we can expect him probably to still miss this game, maybe come back for the next. This Utah team is just continuing to be so frustrating all season long, it seems. I mean, Jalen Brunson goes off for a 40-piece, and they tie the series up at one apiece. And now you get Utah at home where they definitely thrive. They're an eight-point favorite, total as low as 208 and a half. I get it. Utah probably wins this game, but would you trust them to lay a number as high as eight? Wait, Utah getting eight points? <laughs> There's no way. No way I'm trusting that. I, I Actually, I can't believe that. Uh, for a second, I'm like, wait, did he just say what I thought he said? <laughs> uh, no, Dallas Mavericks, here's the deal. Uh, Jalen Brunson is a motivated player looking to get paid. In fact, was on another program on your very station a few days ago that said, look out for him before he dropped that 41 with uh, no fouls and no turnovers. And that's the key. I think the Dallas Mavericks, uh, they're playing with house money. That's why they're giving Luka another night off, letting him heal because one-to-one in this series, okay, you lose this, then you're pressed to bring Luka back. I'm seeing the money line. I'm seeing the, the seven and a half. And I'm going to Dallas Mavericks all the way. In fact, I don't think the rest of the Mavs uh, played a great game outside of Jalen Brunson, Maxi Kleber. Uh, I, I really think there are a lot of Mavs that could step up and play better than they did in game two. So the room for improvement is there. I think for the Utah Jazz, I mean, they've been, what, a sub-500 team uh, the last, like, 40-plus games. I think Rudy Gobert only had in six shots in the first two games of this series. For a guy that averaged 15 points per game, shot 70% from the field. Man, all of these are warning signs that the Utah Jazz just don't have a great chemistry. Whereas the Dallas Mavericks, they have that. I, I would lay my money on the Mavericks here simply because uh, they have the odds. 
Yeah, I'm with you there, my man. Getting those eight points with Dell seems too steep based on the way they've played and based on what we've seen from Utah. And you talk about chemistry, definitely seems like there's some turmoil throughout that organization. So that should be a fun one out on the West Coast. Then we go to the Mile High City, Chris. Last game, the Nuggets catching two in the hook against the Warriors. This total at 223. We got a little bit over a minute left. I'm liking the Warriors here, Chris. I know everybody likes the Warriors. I need you to talk some sense into me either if I'm on the right side or you think the Nuggets can get a chance tonight? Here's the thing. Uh, again, I went the Nuggets uh, last week, and look look how that paid off for me. It did not, sir. Uh, I, I look like I, I didn't know what I was talking about. So <laughs> I find it hard to go against the Warriors in this spot, and two and a half is not a lot of points. I mean, that's right there. That's one shot when you're dealing with the Splash Brothers plus Jordan Poole. So in this situation, looking how this series has played out, looking at Draymond Green's defense on Nikola Jokic, ah, not with my chest out, not very confidently, but I'm Golden Golden State Warriors here, especially with the Devin Booker news. They sense blood in the water. They're like, hey, we can win a championship this year, even though I thought they were a year away from it. Yeah, hey, really quick, Chris, we got about 30 seconds. How significant is Booker being out going to be in this series alone against the Pelicans? The number to look for their last 14 games, C.J. McCollum, Brandon Ingram, 11-3. and three. That's truly who this New Orleans Pelicans team is. Don't look at them as an eighth seed. Look at them as a very dangerous team facing an undermanned Phoenix Suns team. No kidding. That one is going to be fun now, too. A lot of interesting, impactful injuries now playing a factor in all of these series, and it's only the first round, and I know you're going to have a blast covering it. We had a blast talking with you here on Rush Hour, Chris. Thank you, as always, for making some time, my man. Yep, always. Thank you. You got it, folks. Make sure you follow Chris Miles on Twitter, at TV. Catch all of his content over at NBA TV. Got great coverage all throughout the postseason, broadcasting a few games. So really awesome stuff from Chris, and especially when you catch him over at NBA TV. So big shout-out to him. Love talking hoops. Coming next, though, we still will talk hoops. But let's get a little bit deeper into that Bucks and Bulls series. How are those adjusted prices looking like, especially now with the confirmed news of Chris Middleton? We'll discuss that next as we wrap up another edition of Rush Hour. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my game. game. <laughs> 
There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you for Sunday's games, or Saturday's, excuse me. You can place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combination. Terms and conditions do apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Okay, welcome back to it. Final segment on Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host. You can follow along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5 So we've talked plenty of basketball with the action tonight. I'll recap the plays I got momentarily. Uh, we've talked a little NFL draft with our guy Josh Applebaum. Talked briefly about baseball with that Cubbies matchup tonight. But I do want to stick in the Chicago realm of sports, and I want to focus in on that Bucks and Bulls series because now that we know the news of Chris Middleton, well, it's absolutely significant, not only on a game-to-game -game basis, not only on this series basis, but in terms of how the odds have altered in looking at the finals and just the Eastern Conference. So I was curious to see how big they switched after the Bulls won and after Chris Middleton got hurt. So let's take a look at it right now, starting with the finals odds. So if you recall, we actually had a bet on the Bucks 5-1 to one to win the championship, and they've been at 5-1 to one probably about a couple months at this point. After they drop it to the Bulls, after Chris Middleton with his MCL sprain, now you see the Bucks at 7-1 to one to reclaim the NBA championship. Look, Chris Middleton being out, of course, it is significant. Yes, it's going to make an impact. It's going to make things tougher. Does that mean you completely just discount this Bucs team? No, of course not. They're still deep. You still got Giannis. You got Brooke Lopez, who's been an absolute menace this series. You just need other guys to step up. It's Chris Miles of NBA TV was alluding to. You need Pat Connaughton to hit his shots. You need Grayson Allen to contribute as well. And they can still be the Bucs of old and hopefully get Chris Middleton back in time if they want to get on that long run. But again, they have now dropped to 7-1. to one. Is that attractive to you? Perhaps. Or you could look at the Eastern Conference odds. Now the Celtics are the short shots at plus 225, along with the Miami Heat. Further down the list, now Milwaukee goes to plus 275. The Sixers, plus 450. The Nets now at 12-1. to one. The Bulls are at 50-1. to one. And both the Hawks and the Raptors are sitting at 250-1. to one. So again, look, if you're going to take the Eastern Conference odds at that point, just take the Bucks on the finals odds. I mean, you're getting a lot better price from plus 275 up to 7-1. to one. And of course, to win the Eastern Conference, well, you would win and then get to the finals. And then if they do do that, you can obviously hedge with a Bucks 7-1 ticket. I'm saying if you want to take that route, I would just do the finals odds for a way better price at that point. But again, we're sitting on our 5-1 to one ticket. But what about what we're doing for this specific series? Like many other people, we went in, 
with the assumption that the Bucks would win the series in a sweep or in five games. Well, now things have obviously changed. So what would we do or what should we do or can we do with our initial pre-series bet? So again, we played the total games in this series under five and a half at minus 177. So look, there's of course some hedging opportunities if it gets to the right spot. Let's just go with a hypothetical example here. If the Bucks can get the next two wins, then they'll be up in the series three to one and we can still cash our under five and a half, right? But maybe you don't really trust it. You don't want to ride it out. Well, assuming the Bucks already have that two game momentum swing, they're going to be a favorite against the Bulls. They'll probably be a favorite in every game against the Bulls unless something crazy happens to Giannis. So if you're sitting on that under five and a half total games, the Bucks are leading three to one. Well, then you could look to hedge with a play on the Bulls' money line, considering they are more than likely going to be an underdog, and you can get a decent value price on that and hopefully still look for an avenue to cash. So again, that's a hypothetical example, but that's one way we could look to hedge if it were to come down to it. What about for the people that haven't gotten involved in this series, though? What's the way that you can now look to bet it? Well, let's look at some of these adjusted prices. So the spread series outcome is an area that you can bet. So this just going like the Bucks minus two and a half on the spread. Of course, that would mean they would win in five or, well, yeah, just at that point now winning in five. If they can do that, it's plus 330. That's the value you're getting right now if you think the Bucks can win in five games. So again, you know, you're looking at the Bucks minus two and a half at plus 330. It's the same price as a series correct score. Sometimes you get a little bit of a difference. But again, it's the same play there. Now, if you think the Bulls can cover two and a half games, it's minus $5. Well, you don't want to lay that. Well, let's go to one and a half. What about the Bucks minus one and a half? You're not so confident that they can win this thing in five. It wouldn't shock you, but you want a little bit more security. Maybe they could win in five or six. Well, plus 115 is the number right there for the Bucks minus one and a half, okay? Or you could get the Bulls plus one and a half minus 150. You could also reverse it. The Bulls minus one and a half games at plus 330, or the Bucks catching one and a half games, minus $5. The total games played in this series, by the way, five and a half. The unders plus 240 now, instead of our minus 177. The over five and a half is minus 335. You want to look at six and a half games. If you think it goes seven, the overs plus 155. You think it goes under six and a half, minus 205 right now. So you got to ask yourself first and foremost, you know, of course, who do you think is going to win this series? And let's just, for example, Look at the side of Milwaukee. Yes, Chris Middleton will miss this series, but you still got Giannis and the Bulls still have struggled against this team throughout the course of the regular season. It's looked different in the playoffs. I get it. But in this example, we could say, all right, I think the Bucs are going to win, and I think they could win all the remaining games, but I do want that extra security, right? I kind of think the Bucs could win at five or six at this point. So again, you could bet the Bucs on the spread for the series minus one and a half at plus 115, meaning they would have to win in five or six games, or you could do the exactus. You could do the correct score in the series, so you could bet the Bucs to win in six at plus 275, or the Bucs to win in five now at plus 330. So again, we're going to do an example we've done in the past. Let's just say we're investing $100 on all of this. So you could bet $100 for the Bucs to win in five, right? So if you did that, it would be uh, for the Bucks to win in five plus 330, so 100 to win 330. Simultaneously, you could bet the Bucks to win in six at plus 275, 100 to win 275. Well, if it did come through because you got to subtract 100 from the other bet you invested in, say the Bucks do win in five, then instead of 100 to win 330, it would be 100 to win 230. 
and say the box send win in six. Well, instead of 100 to win 275, you subtract the 100. It's 100 to win $175, okay? So would you want to do that, or would you prefer to do the bucks to cover the spread minus one and a half plus 115? You're not investing as much, but you're potentially missing out on either $60 or $115 if Milwaukee does win in five or six, and you do the spread instead of the exact prices. But of course, if they don't win in five or six, well, you're saving an extra $100 from the two bets that you invested in. All that this comes down to, if you're not trusting the Bulls and you're looking for a path to get involved in now, you got to ask yourself, how confident are you in this Milwaukee Bucks team winning in less than seven games? And if you're very confident, you think it's kind of a fluke based on what happened with the Bulls, and like Chris Miles was saying in the sense that Chicago had to play a damn near perfect game and that they probably won't be able to replicate it, then that would be the avenue I think you should approach doing the exact prices at this point. I'm not saying you shouldn't do the spread, but if you're looking for a little bit more value, that could be the route that is a viable play for you. Now, if you do have some faith in the Bulls here, maybe an option you could take is them catching a game and a half at minus 150 if you think the series can go to seven games. But again, at that point, hey, why don't you maybe just do over six and a half games plus 155? Like, I get that the Bulls could still technically win this thing in five or six, but you think if the Bulls win, it's going to go all the way, then over six and a half games plus 155. There's a lot of different ways to approach it. I'm just going to stay steady at where we're at right now with our under five and a half games and see if we can hedge or just take it by game to game basis. Because right now for game three, Milwaukee opened as low as one and a half, as high as three at some books. They were just a three-point favorite. Then the official news of Middleton came out, and now you saw some momentum go back to the Bulls because Milwaukee now a two-point favorite. Minus 129 on the money line. The Bulls are plus 108. Total right now is 222.5. Keeps coming down. They keep staying under. All right? I would look toward getting the Bulls here after they got the momentum, right? Getting the home court advantage behind you, it's huge. Chris Miles is right. I mean, they played pretty much a perfect game. The Bucks made mistakes. They shot themselves in the foot. And the Bulls finally shot lights out, what they've been needing to do all year. I get that Middleton is out. But this is one of the fallen star fallacies, right? Either a team fires a coach or you're missing one of your top guys, and then the team responds. They rally around it and win. Wouldn't surprise me at all to see that come to fruition with the Bucs. We'll probably gravitate toward those player props again and discuss it more so tomorrow. But be cautious hammering the Bulls right now. Don't let the recency bias get a hold of you. Should be a fascinating series, and I'm excited to see Game 3 tomorrow. But plenty of betting options you could get involved with at Bat Rivers regarding that series. But in terms of tonight, folks, before we head out, just to recap the two plays we have, we are fading John Morant from deep. Under one and a half three-point field goals made at plus 110. Didn't come through last time. We're hoping it could come back around and get in the W column. So Morant under one and a half three-point field goals plus 110. And then pretty much like everyone else, I know it kind of stings to do it. But we're going with the Warriors on the money line, minus 129 against the Nuggets. I don't think Denver has enough weapons. The Warriors are looking great, and I think they continue to roll. Best of luck if you can follow or with any of the bets you're making. Enjoy the games tonight. We will be back tomorrow to wrap up another edition of Rush Hour on a Friday. And until then, take care, folks. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo. 
the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 